This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.07. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. First up, the owners of Crackhouse Comedy Club have been permanently blacklisted by DBKL, so we're getting into it. This came by way of Datuk Sri Jalaluddin alias Deputy Federal Territories Minister on Wednesday, who said that the DBKL Licensing Committee had agreed to permanently blacklist the owners of uh, Crackhouse Comedy Club for life from registering a business in Kuala Lumpur. He also added that they agreed to cancel their business license effective July 30th and warned business owners to adhere to rules and regulations set by DBKL in their entertainment licenses. Um, also said that regular inspection of business businesses would be conducted. So, of course, um, the owners have since responded and sent a letter of demand to KL Mayor Datuk Both owners claim that they received no official notice from DBKL on the matter and are now seeking the mayor to clarify whether the statements made are true. So the um, letter, which was cited by Malaysia Kini, demanded that official notice be provided within 48 hours uh, as of yesterday, the 19th of August, and failure to do so will result in the duo seeking relief from the High Court. Now, this has actually um, led to a fair amount of criticism and discussion, uh, particularly from lawyers. So um, a number of lawyers have come out to say that this ban or blacklist from DBKL infringes on the right of life that's guaranteed to all under the federal constitution. Uh, so, for instance, lawyers from Karpal Singh and Co. said that they will sue KL Mayor Datuk Shimadi Chenga unless the ban is lifted um, and issued a letter of demand to him on the matter, which highlighted that legal action could be initiated should no response be received from him within that stipulated time period. They also talked about the owner's right to livelihood, as, as mentioned, guaranteed under the federal constitution. Um, and then we've also heard from former Malaysian Bar President Datuk Ambika Srinivasan, who said that she hopes um, the owner takes DBKL to court as he has cause to argue that this is a total abuse of power. Uh, she said that DBKL is depriving him permanently of his right to livelihood, which, once again, she says is a constitutional right. Yes. So uh, this is where we find ourselves, basically. And I think the question is really the uh, looking into the basis of a permanent blacklist and what that means. Um, and also, of course, on top of that, uh, what happens next? Well, that's what we're going to try and understand. What does this mean uh, when you are a business owner? Uh, let us know. What do you make of the situation? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred WhatsApp or send us a voice note 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we'll be speaking with Nick Erman Nick Rosley, who is a lawyer with Amir Kushairi and Associates. So keep it here on the evening edition, BFM 89.9. Because freedom matters. BFM. 89.9. It's 5.11. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And we're talking about uh, the latest development that the owners of Crackhouse Comedy Club have been permanently blacklisted by DBKL. So we're trying to understand um, how this works and what this might mean moving forward. We'd like to hear from you. What do you make of this situation? You can call 77332900, WhatsApp 018-789-8899. You can send us a voice note there as well. You can also tweet us at BFM Radio. Join
joining us now is lawyer Nick Erman, Nick Rosley uh, from Amir Kushairi and Associates. Nick, thank you for joining us today. Hi, good evening, Shamila Alim. Thank you for having me again. Before we start unpacking these latest updates, let's start with this blacklisting itself. Uh, some have expressed concerns that the punishment is too harsh and is perhaps unwarranted. What did you make of this? Okay, there's, I think, not a lot of reasonable people out there would say that it's not harsh. So uh, I would agree, no, it's harsh, uh, regardless of what your personal feelings or what the merits of the ban is about. I think the punishment is a bit too harsh. So um, if we look at the responses, right, some have called this an abuse of power, uh, saying it goes against Article 5 of the Federal Constitution. What are some of the particulars of this case that have stood out to you? Okay, um, I've read those uh, article um, lawyers saying that it's against the Federal Constitution. I agree that it's harsh, but at the moment, personally, I'm not inclined to agree with uh, the uh, that argument because um, the ban currently is only on DBKL. So the uh, I'm I'm looking at it on the other side. Uh, there's no really um, a problem with his livelihood because he can technically you know work somewhere else. It's not it's different if it's banned from having a business by SSN Companies Commission of Malaysia. That is different, but or he's banned all in all local councils. So uh, the way I'm seeing it is that, unfortunately, it's harsh that he's being banned in DBKL, but uh, I would not be inclined to use that argument of the federal constitution. Have we seen something like this implemented before? Um, personally, I've not, uh, but because I think I've not cited any power that allows them to like this. So... Uh, I don't think we should be seeing this in the first place. Ah, so that was what I wanted to know. Uh, what authority does DBKL have in situations like this under the law? What is their purview here? Okay, so um, based on my readings, I, I can't find any authority for DBKL to ban uh, or blacklist. Uh, what they can do if they're operating without a license, uh, the operator can uh, is liable to a fine of not less than 10000 but not more than 50000 or imprisonment not exceeding five years or both. Uh, they can also revoke the license, but I've not cited any blacklisting or ban, at least, per, at least on the person. Well, if we're talking about the business, uh, you can say they, they are allowed to refuse the approval of the license. But at the moment, I have not cited anything to ban the person behind the company. What does this blacklist actually mean? I mean, what does it entail for the business owners? Okay, so um, because there's, there's, I currently can't find any authority to justify the blacklisting, I do not know what to expect from DBKL. But even if uh, they do take back this decision of uh, blacklisting, uh, my concern would be it would be more of an informal blacklisting, so where officers are told not to approve applications from this particular person. Uh, but when asked what is the reason for not granting such license, they will just say, you know, some other reason. But the reason, informal reason, is actually uh, of the blacklisting. 
So if we look at the the phrasing of how this has come about, does the ban only apply for future endeavours or for existing businesses? Uh, okay, based on what I've read, um, it looks like it's for future endeavours. So his DBKL seems to be trying to ban him from operating in the future. That's what I understand from the articles. Now, both owners have sent a letter of demand to the KL Mayor, Dato Srimadi Chenga. A few things to break down here. Firstly, the letter demanded that the official notice be provided within 48 hours and that the failure to do so would result in the duo seeking relief from the High Court. What can you tell us about this course of action? Is it part and parcel of challenging the ban? Okay. First of all, the Act uh, provides procedures uh, that DBKL must first give a formal notice, whether for revocation or not renewal and must be given to the person. So based on the reports, this notice has not been given. So technically, I would say that whatever sanctions or punishment is actually not enforceable at the moment. So it's just probably an announcement, but they cannot enforce anything because they have not complied with the procedures under the Act. Um, So by the lawyers giving a letter of demand, they actually, um, it's not actually something provided under the Act. The notice must first be given by DBKL before anything can be done. That, that's the procedure. Right. So moving forward then, what avenues do the owners actually have to uh, to challenge this? Where do you see it going, basically? Okay. Um, okay. Uh, what options the, the owners have is that once notice is given, whenever the notice is given to him, he has 30 days to appeal to the Federal Territories Minister. So if his appeal is rejected, um, he may have a further avenue going to court uh, under judicial review. But judicial review is limited in scope and usually success generally depends on whether procedures have been followed and whether decisions was within the scope of his powers. As it stands right now, he may have a good chance of going for judicial review because one, the procedures uh, don't seem to be properly followed. And secondly, um, the the punishment is outside the scope provided under the Act. Nick, what would you like to leave us with? Okay, I'm hoping that it's just a miscommunication by DBKL. So that seems unlikely, but I hope so, because um, whatever they're saying is not compliant with anything under the Act, unless they're using some Act which I'm not familiar with. Um, lastly is, I hope the local authorities, they have the power, they have very far-reaching and um, uh, strong power, so please follow procedures and powers given within the law. That's all. Nick, thanks for speaking with us today. Thank you, Shamila. Thank you, Lynn. That was lawyer Nick Erman, Nick Rosley, um, weighing in and helping us understand uh, this latest decision by DBKL to permanently blacklist the owners of Crackhouse Comedy Club. Um, so we've been asking you for your thoughts. What do you make of the situation? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. You can send us a voice note there as well. Uh, you can also tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, we do have this. From Timothy. Timothy says, if Crackhouse Comedy Club is to be blacklisted, then why is a certain hotel not facing the same given their role in 2020? I love that, by the way, uh, just the role in 2020 as an entire 
chaotic year. Um, and then Timothy goes on to say, can't help feeling the crack house comedy fiasco is a means of misdirecting the public from bigger issues. Uh, I've seen this this uh, opinion quite a bit that there are bigger things to be focusing on to enforce, um, uh, and and yeah, I mean I think it's a it, particularly I think when we talk about a permanent blacklist, it does feel like a, a very harsh measure lah. That that's what it seems like. Uh, what I'm left with is also. Uh you know, yesterday we were talking about the 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 guidelines that are now in place in public institutions of learning that talk about student involvement in politics. And one of the things that repeatedly came up throughout our show um, from listeners, uh, particularly, was really the question of, okay, um, what do we what do we mean when you say guidelines? Are they rules? Um, what kinds of punishments are actually going to be in place should something not work, you know? And for me, it also comes down to this, right? Uh, because after speaking to our guest earlier, I, I now have similar questions about what a blacklist means, uh, particularly in the context of authority and uh, how exactly this how exactly this works because it's very difficult to respond to something appropriately when the when the penalty or what's being placed upon you is is vague and for vague reasons. It makes it very difficult to contest. And not just vague to us, right? Seemingly also vague to lawyers. That's the thing. And so, you know, when we talk, we, we have been using the word blacklist. Um, we've been using that particular phrase because it's what was announced. But then when you think about how exactly it, it works and who exactly it, not not who it impacts, it clearly impacts people, but why it's happened um, if you ask for a proper sentence, like a one-sentence summary of why exactly is this blacklisting happening? And I'm sure other business owners would be curious to know, right? Because you want to be aware also of what could get you into the same boat. Um, it's important to be able to say, and right now that doesn't seem to be the case. We're speaking about uh, the owners of Crackhouse Comedy Club uh, being uh, essentially given a permanent blacklist by DBKL. What do you make of the situation? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred WhatsApp or send us a voice note at 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, Download the BFM app.